Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bit of chili peppers, but no cane and no bucks. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to SEN on this Labor Day Monday. Great to have your company for a bit of SEN breakfast on this public holiday. The McCafe menu today, our official coffee partner. Golf journal Ben Everill's going to join us. Uh, there's a lot happening in the world of golf. We'll get to Ben a little bit later on in the program. Gee, wasn't there plenty happening in the ring up at the Kudos Bank Arena in Sydney yesterday? So boxing journalist and commentator Paul Upham is going to jump on the line. Tim Zhu on the bigger and better things after the, uh, claiming the interim WBO welterweight title. Former Australian New South Wales seamer Trent Copeland, as well as his fourth test between Australia and India, appears to be destined for a bit of a board draw and questions without notice ahead of us as well. SM Breakfast is for the Kogan Money credit card, packed full of value and, of course, Melbourne Airport parking, now offering value, terminal and premium parking. My name's Sam Edmund. The man opposite me played 149 AFL games. He was a gun goal kicker for the Crows. Josh Jenkins, welcome, JJ. Samuel, Samuel, whenever it's a public holiday and triple time is offered, <laughs> I shall appear. So here I am. It's been a while since I've seen you. It, uh, yes, somewhat. It's been a while since we've uh, worked together, thankfully. But um, There's an irony to working Labor Day, isn't there, that you and I should be here on this public holiday. <laughs> There's some heavy labour. Yes, there is. There's a lot to discuss with you, though. There morning. is a little bit happening. There's a little bit happening uh, from a variety of sports, too. Indeed. You mentioned boxing and the uh, golf is all happening at oh, the moment. Our man, Min Woo, is not doing uh, great things in the past 10 or so minutes if you're just trying to catch up uh, with what's going on. Now, if you are trying to catch up, indeed. So Min Woo Lee right oh. in it up to his eyeballs. Well, oh. he was anyway at the Players' Championship at TP Sawgrass. Now, the Aussie making his debut on the Players. Never won on the PGA circuit either, mind you. Mm. And he went in two shots behind Scotty Scheffler. He closed it to one after the first hole. Then, in fact, he leveled it up at 13 under. And then on the fourth, just a few minutes ago, this happened have for this play after what we saw nine and a couple holes yesterday this is a real strength for him that sounded fat paul watch out and that is a disaster oh he definitely caught that heavy oh my goodness oh my goodness indeed he triple bogeyed telling the audio he just caught it heavy caught it fat (laughs) triple bogeyed the fourth an absolute disaster our heart sunk with him because he was Looking really good and started really well, but he he found the green okay, but the mm. backspin on it, backspin, yeah, needed the little uh, needed just to sit and hold, didn't he? Span back quicker than you did uh, towards those Adelaide Oval goal squares back in the day. Steady on, son. <laughs> so he was magnificent yesterday. I think he shot a six under sixty six. He was just about flawless. But I tell you what, Andy Marr just would have sat bolt oh, upright in bed, I'm waiting for the tweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just sitting by the computer waiting for the tweet, the emoji, the tears. He'd just be in all sorts, out man. <laughs> Unbelievable seeds. Hey, uh, how was your weekend anyway? What'd Good. You, what'd you get up to? Um, my wife went back to Swan Hill for the uh, food and wine festival. So I had the kids uh, on my, not on my own, my 
mother-in-law actually had them all day Saturday. <laughs> oh, hang on. Well, I worked. I did the uh, track side from uh, here in this very studio. You're about to bust out the violin and then the and, truth uh, comes out. I What did we do yesterday? Actually, uh, we had training yesterday, the cats. So, oh, the cattery. Uh, I didn't have Your them other yesterday job. morning either. Jeez. So you've I've actually... seen them. I've actually seen them less than my wife who went home. Um, I went to Moomba on Saturday. It's a throwback. Felt like first was, time for a while that it's been time. on, right? Yeah, I think it might be four years. Did, you watch went, the, did, you, did anyone fly? Anyone? The Birdman was yesterday. I went on Saturday. Oh. There's, less, there's less flying in the Birdman than I think there ever has been. My recollections <laughs> of it back in the day was they got a little bit of distance. Yeah. Nowadays, they just jump off and Well, speaking speaking of flying, Great I course, actually got Great caught up in uh, a doco last night, the MH370 disaster. Oh. It just sends shivers down the spine, that oh. did. Right. Hmm. So, Good documentary, though. Very what, fascinating, what, interesting. Where did that come about? While we're on the subject of flying. Whilst <laughs> we're in the aviation space. Okay, well, while we're on the subject of film, the Oscars are on today. So this time 12 months ago that Will Smith went Will's... up and just B-slapped Chris mm. Rock on stage. Mm. Keep your wife's name out of your mouth. We got a. I reckon there'll be a little encore performance. Who knows in, in what? That, in that regard? Who knows what? Well, Jimmy Kimmel's going to have a field Who's day. Who's your He's tip? Hosting. Uh, well, I'm. What's your tip for best film? So, have you seen any of these that are up for best film? Top Gun. I've seen that. No, I haven't seen it. Women Talking. No. Everything, everywhere, all at once. No. The Banshees of Inisherin. Never heard of it. Triangle of Sadness. Never heard of Fablemans. it. Fablemans. Never heard all of it. All Quiet on the Western Front. Never. I think heard that's of on it. Netflix at the moment. Avatar, Elvis, and Tar, which is the Kate Blanchett movie. Who who plays Elvis? Ah, uh, don't ask me questions. I can't answer. I'm not sure. But he's obviously one rave. He might be up for best actor, actually. I'll find out. Anyway, go have a look. Uh, 12 Aussies up for gongs there, uh, obviously. I've not seen a single one of those. So lucky I don't vote for the uh, best film at the Oscars. That's best picture, of course. And Kate Blanchett's best up pictures, for best excuse me. best actress in Tar, which my wife wants to go and see, but it hasn't been Tar, a dragon. T-A. T-A-R. Tar. She's a, um, she's a conductor, a troubled conductor. Oh, right. For, a, for an orchestra there. So, right. Yeah, funnily enough. Those dramatic. I did see a movie over the weekend, though, with the kids. You might like this. And I think it started with an absolute blaze of glory online. What was I looking at? It's called Chang Can Dunk. <laughs> it's on Disney+. Plus. Chang Can Dunk. Chang... Like Slam Dunk. Yes. Check it out. It's good. It's a, it's a bit of a deeper tale for a, a troubled uh, high school oh, kid who's just trying to find himself. My, my kids aren't looking for troubled youths. No, your kids probably it's aren't four. old enough. Two. Basketball movie, so I thought you might be able to relate to it. Hey, two-year-old mate, we're watching Coco Melon. <laughs> hey, I was so wrapped for Tim Zoo uh, yesterday. Um, he put his twenty-one and zero record on the line against Tony Harrison. And if you didn't know who Tony Harrison was before he arrived uh, in Australia, before he signed up for this fight with Tim Zoo, you certainly knew who he was by yesterday. It was a merciless sledging prelude to this fight. He yeah. hammered him. Relentlessly, the Tim was only there because of his dad. He got there by the surname. He took the elevator instead of the stairs. He was a basic fighter. He beat up on low-ranked, unranked boxers in Australia, and now he was going to be welcomed to the big time by Tony Harrison. He's out of his depth. Shouldn't have taken the fight. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then Tim Zhu stopped him in the ninth with a brutal closing sequence. Mm. In fact, it, it was. I uh, oh, wouldn't be. Uh, wouldn't be too keen to be on the end of that right hand that uh, that, oh. that floored uh, Tony. Why do boxers? Would, is it not natural? So in a team sport or in most sports, you say don't say anything disparaging about the opposition because uh, you give them you add fuel to their fire. 
No, but that's, Why that's, is it the opposite you've got in to boxing? Sell the, because you've got to sell the fight. You that's sell all part tickets. of it. You've got to sell tickets. Now, we had Tim Zhu in here. I interviewed him one Friday morning, and he was great. Mm. But And he said enough, but he didn't go over the top like Tony Harris. It's not Tim Zhu's style. He's more understated than than overstated. But he del- he delivered a few bubs. But Tony Harrison was just merciless all the way through. In fact, insisted on calling him Timothy instead yes. of Tim. And that was probably the only time that, that our Tim Zoo got, got yeah, a little bit rattled. Yeah, it did annoy him. He looked it? like he was going to get up and clock him right then and there on, uh, Is on the face. your full of... name Samuel? No. So if I – oh, hello. Could no. I just <laughs> – look at you. I'm not, I'm not worried about any of your fists. I'm worried about your big calves that you've got. <laughs> Slap me with your big calf. <laughs> Squeeze you between him. I'm not worried about your fist. <laughs> no, Samuel. I don't, think, I don't think you got a lot to worry. Hey, it's enough. Name's Would Sam. it really All worry right. you that much? No, but it was funny that after months and months of sledging, that that would be the thing that he that he cracked. <laughs> and anyway, he um he put him in his place, and now Jamel Charlo awaits uh, the American who was due to fight Tim Zhu for the whole box and dice, all four belts in the division until he broke his hand pre-Christmas. So we've seen a bit of a risk for Tim Zhu, but uh, I wanted to ask you, when you watch that closing sequence I mentioned, I can't. They did they let it go too long? Like man, that it's Tony Harrison cops for, oh. so many. Whenever a big fight is in is in Australia, you, you you naturally get you naturally get eyeballs on on the fight that wouldn't normally watch, oh. and it's not a great look. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm the most casual boxing fan of all time. I'd watch Tyson Fury. I'd watch Tim mm. Zhu, but I wouldn't. Same. You know, I'm not going to no, watch. Same. Um, fights every week. It's not a great look, is it? When he couldn't get the gloves up, basically, he was just a punching bag until he finally slumped in the canvas. I was like, man. To I'm, us. He probably got six in too many. To, to our untrained eye, he's gone many, many seconds before the referee says, you're done. I thought he was late to step in, but you're right. What would what, what would we know? But uh, if you observed it, and in fact, anything over the weekend, the Omar Insurance open line, you are welcome to take. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Drop us a text on the 40 Winks temper, 0433981116. Um, a lot of texts coming through. We'll get to those in a moment. But something did catch my eye on the undercard last night in the Tim Zoo oh. yesterday, Tony Harrison fight. Now, are you familiar with the boxer by the name of Ji Sung Gwak? South Korean? Yeah, the South Korean, yep. Good South Paul. He's the answer. (laughs) He's the answer to Jake Paul. So he's not even a – he was a pro gamer, and he decided to take up boxing. So he's one of these guys. Anyway, he stepped in the ring, and um, he might have picked the wrong man to experiment with. Big Russian by the name of Imam Katev. Oh, he sounds scary. He smacked him (laughs) so hard. That uh, poor old G Sung Gwax chomper, and not a small fang it either. Lost a, it lost a f- I reckon it was a molar when flying <laughs> into the crowd. Like you could see this white tooth just go flying into the front row. This is how it was called on commentary. Katayev. Katayev. Oh, oh, he's down. Bang! He's down. It's good night, Irene. Very oh, good. <laughs> Very good stoppage from Brad McCarley. He didn't need to take any more punishment. Oh, look at that left hook that finishes. What a le- what a beautiful short left hook. I think someone in the audience ringside has a souvenir of Brack's tooth here. I think it take is. Home. There yes, we go. Yeah, it's a tooth. It is a tooth. My God. My God. Have you lost a? F- have you ever had a fang knocked out? Good night, Irene. <laughs> uh, sorry, Kachayev. Uh, Russian Imam Kachayev did the damage there, and you can see the fang flying. I've never had. I've had. What's it mean when you have a dream about you've got no teeth or you have a teeth? Isn't that supposed to have you got financial stress or something? What? Isn't that what they say about that? Have you ever had that dream? Like you know, well, we've, we've all had the no dream teeth. going to school or work nude. We've all had that dream, haven't we? Good what? <laughs> you've had that dream, surely. You've no. had a dream where you've got no clothes on? 
Everyone said that dream. I think it means something. But it means something with teeth as well. <laughs> Get your teeth knocked out or you you worry you got no tooth. Teeth. I think it's to do with financial stress. Anywho. Really? Yeah. No, I've never had my teeth knocked out. I have. Legitim- have you? Both my front teeth have been knocked out. What are those I'm looking at then? Those big they, pearlies. These are my so my front Falsies. teeth have but no, nah, they're my teeth, but they've been internally bleached and there's no roots in them. So they're your teeth though. My they teeth, got put yeah. back in. Yes. Glued back on. Yes, I was playing basketball in Mackay in North Queensland. Rough up there on the courts. Yeah, a bit rough. And uh I can still see the elbow just coming down from above and just bang straight in the in the uh teeth. And uh spat one out and the other one was in my mouth. No good, no good, no good. Jeez, just, That's... just to, you just got to spend way too long guard, in the chair. Uh, well, from an insurance point of view, I was wearing a mouth guard. Yes, I want to. I want to. From t- a reality <laughs> point of view, I wasn't. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, Daz has texted. Congratulations to Tim Zoo with the win yesterday, but the ref not stopping the fight earlier. Well, he says was a disgrace. He was completely gone. That's how it looked to me. But I'm an untrained eye. You as am as well. I. But it looks. We can see. We've seen enough. Athletes are stumbling and knocked out, and you know, with with what would seem to be a concussion, and he was in trouble. Yeah, and if you got an Oscars winner for us here, Tim's texting now. This I haven't seen this movie mentioned anywhere, Tim. So you're bringing this to me for the first time, but I might be living under a rock. Uh, g'day, boys! A new film coming out soon is Air, which is all based on the signing of MJ. Uh, no, I've seen the try uh, the uh, some advertisements for this. Yes. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, yep. that's a good team. Yep, and Jason Bateman, to name a few, will be a hit. Yeah, it's about uh, signing it's about of- Nike's pursuit, I think, uh, or yeah, of uh, of Michael Jordan because he wanted to wear Adidas, right? And uh, he, he, his parents made him get on the plane to go and meet with Nike. Wow. Okay, there you go. And the rest is history. Indeed, Made the whole company, basically. Flat. Uh, we'll keep an eye on the Players' Championship here um, with Minwoo Lee, who started well. We should put it on. We've got 15 TVs and we haven't got it on. Oh, I don't know about you, but I love having four tellies set to the racing. Um, that's helpful. <laughs> well, that's helpful in here. So we're right across it. Um, but we will be shortly. Hey, I want to talk to you about uh, a South African spinner too, by the way, and the subject of injuring yourself while celebrating. Have you ever done that? I know you're on the wrong end of the handshake back in the day, but <laughs> have you ever hurt yourself celebrating because poor old uh, South African no. tweaker Keshav Maharaj did himself a mischief? Would, uh, there's a subject in that. I want to get to it on the other side of this break. And the McCafe menu is a big one today. Benny Everill will join us to talk all things golf. Paul Upham, boxing, and former Aussie New South Wales seamer Trent Copeland is going to join us. We'll get to the cricket in a moment, actually, because hasn't this fourth test been cut from a different cloth after oh. witnessing the first three questions that notice as well? And we'd love your company. one 736 736 on the IMR Insurance Open Line. You can drop us a text. Dean's been prolific off the top here. Dean, He's Dean's been everywhere. Temper 40 Wings text 0433 98 11 16. Welcome back. Josh Jenkins is here and I'm Sam Edmund. Are you Kane or am I Bucks? Oh yeah, we've got, we got them both behind us. I'd be are happy the with volcano? either. I'd be happy with either. What's uh, the Volcano? He's won a premiership and four BNFs, hasn't he? Has he? He's definitely won a premiership. Look at him. Yeah, looks good. And you can be Bucks. Well, you've won a brown low one. Just about everything else in the game, apart from the oh, elusive okay. flag. Hey, I, I mentioned um, Keshev Maharaj, the spinner from South Africa. And this yep. caught my poor bugger. Facing a long, long absence from cricket, unfortunately. Now, they were, he was bowling against the West Indies. 
and he appealed for an LBW decision against Kyle Mayers. It was given not out. The South Africans asked for a TV review. They're gathering around, as they always are. Comes up on the big screen, then, in fact, he's got the wicket. Now, he charges off to celebrate, and upon charging off, he completely ruptures the Achilles tendon in his left heel while celebrating. Can you believe that? That is uh, problematic. That's the that's the worst of the worst. Ever injured yourself while celebrating? I don't think so. Lamar Houston, I had a look up. This this might be the gold medal for embarrassing injuries while celebrating. Chicago Bears, his team are twenty five points down. He sacks the quarterback, charges off celebrating, does the big sort of um, mm. Cristiano Ronaldo style. Yep. yep. ACL down. Wayne oh. Campbell. Wayne Campbell is yes. now up at the up yes. at the Suns. Former when he, Richmond skipper. He might have been captain at the time when he ruptured his Achilles celebrating a goal that Justin Blumfield kicked wow. against Geelong. Will Davison, V8 Supercar Race, won at Sandown. Philip Boland, Bathurst, to name um, just a few, was celebrating after a win in Townsville. Did a few donuts as they do, traditional burnout, put it in the wall. Put it into the fence. Put it into the wall. Wow. Uh, there's been plenty in baseball. Um, jumping onto the stretcher for a Grand Slam winning home run. That was uh, Kendry Morales. Broke his ankle. That's when you know you're injury prone. And there's a lesson in all of this sort of stuff. And it came what from. What is it? Don't celebrate. Well, it came from Billy Birmingham, the 12th man <laughs> back in the day. I mean, the, the high five. No one's taken any lessons out of this warning from yesteryear, JJ. Got him, yes, that's the breakthrough for Pakistan. A field sick, Dale, a beautiful piece of bowling, and the first wicket falls. Wow. Oh, gee, look out. Goodness gracious me. Oh, one of his teammates has come running over and thrown the big high five, and he's missed and got him right in the eye. I feel sick, Dale, clutching his face. Well, this is just pathetic play by Pakistan. Very, very stupid indeed. It's really unforgivable, this. They lack the experience required to do them properly, the high fives, and if they're going to run around throwing them willy-nilly, well, accidents like this are bound to happen. Well, Bill, I'd go one step further than that even and say that I think the high five should be outlawed from the game altogether. And I reckon when it comes to congratulating one of your teammates, there's simply no better way of doing it than with the traditional Australian hug or a kiss or a lick. It's still the most appropriate way, I think, of showing one's exuberance and excitement and it's certainly the most masculine and manly way of going about it. Thank goodness. Thank goodness Sammy Watson cut out that last bit there. I was, heaven forbid, I thought he was going to go the whole box and dice. But any excuse to play the 12th man, we do yes, it. Yes, indeed. Because right? indeed. it's iconic and it's timeless. It is. And uh, thoughts go out to Maharaj, who's ruptured his Achilles while yeah. celebrating a wicket. Worst injury My goodness me. Hey, Andy's in Taralgon. Great to see his name on the call screen, oh, as nice always. Really. He's Andy. G'day, Andy. Welcome. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, JJ. How are you on this Monday morning? Oh, we're not Fantastic. too bad, Andy. I hope things are well out your way. And uh, what's what's on your mind on this Labor Day Monday? On this Labor Monday, I'd like to play you guys a question, get you brain thinking. Yep. Go for it. Okay. My question this morning is, if you were an AFL CEO for a day, name me three things will you change? Oh, gee. What a question. I don't know if I'd ch- it's a change as such, Andy, but the first thing I do, and he's doing it anyway, is I get Tasmania into the competition. I go straight up there to Albo's desk and I say, get Tassie in. Right. I perhaps, what are, we, what are our thoughts on the way the holding the ball decision is looking in the preseason, JJ? And this will be forever a debate, no matter who the CEO is, but um, just like to, looks like it's going to be hot. It looks like it's going to be yeah, real hot. It's always hot at the start of the year. Yes. And then it cools. Um, I would, in, would incentivise scoring. Well, it already is incentivised, and then we are scoring. What? 
How? Oh, you like a bonus? Mm. Mm. Hundred points and above gets an extra little something, something, something to kick yeah, back. Something. something. Really? Yep. Uh, what else? I would find a replacement for me, me so I could leave. Leave where? Well, I'm the CEO. I'm oh, trying right. to depart. <laughs> I'd find my replacement, and I'd find a head of footy. Well, a head of footy would be a pretty, pretty good where, place where to start. Where are we on that? I know you've been hosting, but. Hey, thanks for the call, Andy. Good, that is enough, a good Andy. I thought you were going to ask who the new CEO is going to be. I was like, throw a well, blanket on half a dozen. Your primary role well, the head like of fo- this. Well, the head of football is going to come after the CEO. You can take that to the bank. That's going to be the new CEO's responsibility to, to appoint the new head of football. So are you, are you saying that we are nowhere, like the, the head of football position would, no. wouldn't even have been spoken about? Not sure if it hasn't been spoken about, but I think that's the CEO's, and so it should be. That should be the CEO's responsibility to appoint the head of football. Essentially, the second most important. running the show down there? When it comes to the football department? Well, that's Laura Kane. That's Andrew Dillon. They've, they've spread it well, what anyway. What are they doing? Have they been on holidays? Well, they've been making changes. Didn't you see the 13 amendments to the tribunal? No. And various, no sorry, and, I missed that one. And the sub rule that's been tweaked, obviously, yes, over summer. So changes have been hey, made. Um, before you get uh, up in arms about the uh, protecting AFL house, I was just ha- I was just having a look, circled back to your uh, the dreams that you've been having. Yeah, yeah. What does it mean with the teeth falling out? Uh, teeth falling. Now, there's a few different descriptions, but this is the one that I thought was befitting of you the most. Uh, the dream of losing your teeth may represent feelings of inadequacy. <laughs> Or vulnerability in your life. It's good to be vulnerable these days. That's no, the, the, no, for sure. Are Hang you on, feeling I just inadequate? Looked it up. Maybe it's from a sense of powerlessness. You <laughs> may be experiencing feelings of inferiority and a lack of self-confidence. Professional challenges. You are a little torn between your skill behind the mic and your skill with the uh, pen. This dream may be an indication that you need to be more assertive and believe in the importance of what you have to say. Well, I'll keep that in mind over the next two and a half hours <laughs> and I'll assert myself on our conversations, JJ, okay? There <laughs> right you go. Big calves.